Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey. Hey, guys. Hold on. I am trying to figure this thing out. Something I didn't do. Uh, okay, let me tap. Tap, 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 tap. I promise you, listen, it's one of those days. Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me, okay? It's me again. Let's just start where I want to start. It's me again. And periodically, like everybody else, sometimes I have to stop and reintroduce myself to myself. And I do it in public. I do it with full transparency, vulnerability, all those good things, like right then and there. I literally sit here and I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit this button, I'm going to hit that button. And as soon as I thought I went live, I'm like, I see live. No, I'm not live. I hadn't pushed the button yet. And um, and then I had to kind of double back, fix some things right quick. And then guess what? The whole beginning went to hell. <laughs> now, I would... You, this is that moment where you kind of just want to run and hide. But listen, flawless, and I am not, okay? So good morning. I'm going to jump over here on Periscope and make sure my volume is down. For those of you that will comment on Facebook, I will get a notification and I will jump right over there and say hello to you guys. I want to I want to have a real two-way conversation uh, today. That's why I've got three devices in front of me um, so that I can monitor this thing because I put it on a couple of platforms um but periscope good morning to you and it's me again and i want us to say that to ourselves i want you to look in the mirror because let me tell you if you're where i am you probably still trying to figure out how to get out of bed uh go onto your phone go into selfie mode whatever just say it's me again i was just in the inbox and you guys know I co-host a podcast on Sundays and we usually in between podcasts, we literally write books to each other. And so it takes a minute when we go back to the message to catch up and then you have to respond and you got to answer to point A, point B, uh, position C, D and all those kind of things because that's just how our day flows. But you know, we give you a great show on Sundays. And so we were, I just sent her a message uh, and usually mine is a little bit shorter. I just sent her a message and I said, whole again because we're trying to we're trying to figure out what is the other layer or ancillary um product that we add on to what we what we're doing what's the next phase next step you know because that's what we do all day people we just try to figure out what's next instead of just being in the moment but some of us have to prepare for those of us who follow right and so when I said to her whole again, I was trying to remember what my topic was going to be for this, for how to get out of bed today. And it's Monday and I know there's a lot of motivation out there, inspiration and all that. And I, and I was sitting here thinking, why do we need so much motivation? Why do we need so much inspiration? And uh, what is it with us? And why do we buy into so many people? Because... They've been where we are headed or where we're going or where we are now. And thankfully, some of them leave breadcrumbs or some of them just leave, are standing there holding the door open. Some people are like Superman holding back trains uh, like all the other superheroes that are out there. And many of us have these amazing superheroes in our life, but we don't really see them when they throw on those capes and come and rescue us and swooping in and ready to swoop in. I had a friend 
I was thinking about the other day and uh and this friend had a lot of angst and one of the reasons they had a lot of angst and and I won't say they necessarily had anxiety they just had a lot of angst because they were a worrier they worried about a lot of people and like I remember this neighbor one time and he was so worried about there was a person I think that had kind of moved into the neighborhood and you could tell they were pretty much alone and he hated to see that it was like he was so bothered and, and just took on the thing of, I'm going to make sure that person's safe. They don't, man, they don't know where we at. They don't look what they're doing. They will always have comments. Man, why are they doing that? What, don't they know? No, they don't know. They don't live with, they haven't survived those kind of dangers. Have you ever had somebody come up to you and they give you all these things that you should worry about? My mother was that way. We used to call her the doom and gloom. If there was a doom and gloom, and my auntie as well. If there was a doom and gloom that could happen, God rest their souls. If there was a doom and gloom, that could happen. They were going to tell you, you know, like, cause one of the things, especially like I work in the gig economy, I deal with a lot of strangers day to day, but everybody else does. Right. And my aunt, I always talk about, man, you need protection. You need this, that, and the other, you know, and my mother was like, Oh man, this could happen. All those things that could happen. They never happened. Thank God they never happened. But I, I would have been, I'm always very well prepared, but we spend so much time worrying about these things that could happen. But, we don't take enough time to say, wow, look what just happened. Look at the day we just had. Look at the sunshine. Look at, I mean, it's raining today. Everybody wants to talk about it's raining today, but we just had an amazing, beautiful weekend. Man, that was a beautiful day. My daughter even said it. Man, that was a big week. We came in last night. She goes, man, that was a beautiful day. We, we had a little angst, you know, because we had to produce a podcast. So you have to deal with all those things. And, you know, we, we butt heads. And I kept trying to figure out, I was like, oh, this is why I started doing this thing alone and why I don't do it with somebody else because having to consider these other people. But then I'm like, girl, that's been your whole life. You've been, you've been running from criticism and objections and, you know, your whole entire life. Go ahead and do this with these people. This is a wonderful thing. Savor that. I told you guys in a couple of podcasts that I took this. There's a um, 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 quiz out there, and it's a legitimate quiz, not one of those that's trying to get $50,000 million, billion worth of ass off of you. It's just basically, are you happy? And it's called the Happy Woman Quiz, and I took it, and there were three areas that impacted my happiness, and one of those was savor. As I look around, my walls, you know, still semi-bare. I'm just now putting up some things. But when I go to my dad's house, I can see every accomplishment I've ever done. I was like, Dad, you know, he, he's out there. Let me tell y'all, my daddy is out there printing my Instagram. <laughs> He is printing my Instagram. He is framing it. If I take a picture with this person, if I'm in this place, or if I eat this, that, and the other, he's saving. That's why, and I'm looking at, that's why this man is so happy because he's always had a technique of savoring. And I keep saying I got to get better than that, better at that. I'm, I, the other day I went down to the Walgreens. I'm telling y'all, I went, I sat at the little kiosk and I'm like, I'm going to print something out. I need, I need to, we got this beautiful show. And we got this beautiful um, thumbnail that, you know, we share online. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to print that. And when I tell you, and I even took a picture of it coming out of the printer. I would print it as large as it could go, right? Because I was going to use it in the shot. And I mean, legitimize. It just, just watching that thing come off the printer was like giving birth. It's like, whoa, this thing is real, right? That's where we are. When you say it's me again, to yourself. I want you to find something, some kind of way to show to yourself, you're real. You are real. This morning I was watching the news 
and everybody's talking about the J-Lo challenge. Like, people are always amazed at J-Lo and other uh, celebrities that are aging and how much they take care of their body. So J-Lo posted another bikini shot, but this time it inspired the J-Lo challenge where other bikini-clad people are posting their bikinis. And they're, and they're calling their bodies positive, but these are some of the most fit most fit Americans we, we've ever seen. I'm like, man, you mean to tell me we have shamed fit people? We have shamed fit people to cover up their six packs. And so they're all out there. And there's some other people in, in the mix as well. But I'm looking at it, you know, as they were showing on, on television. Because, you know, they television is skewed. But all they were showing, I'm like, wait a minute. These are the people, as we would say, ought to be wearing bikini. I'm like, why? You got a six pack. Why are you hiding it? You know, and, and everybody said, I'm a mom and I've got kids. I'm still got. It's okay because we beat people up so bad, right? And, you know, we just went through the whole New Year's resolution. So at, at this point, if you had a fitness goal, you should have some kind of uh, formation going on. And But the thing about it is everybody is so afraid. And I know it's a J-Lo challenge because they probably felt like, well, if I post my body, people going to come at me, you know, the, and she's skinny or this, that, and the other, or how dare you, you don't, you shouldn't have, a, you shouldn't have a problem with your body. But see, the thing is, and I'm going to tell y'all, I was watching, as I was watching GMA, they had one shot and it was the, the anchor was slightly on the screen or kind of barely on the screen, but you know, they were showing the people behind and there was a lady sitting behind her who obviously looking into the monitor as they, and apparently the image in the monitor is not the one she's walking around with in her head. And all of a sudden she started adjusting her clothing. And every time the camera was on it, at first she was just like, it seemed like she was just kind of mortified, like, wait, you know, and, uh, and the camera kept coming back. And every time the camera would come back to that anchor, the lady behind us, like, okay, you know, and you could just tell she was grappling with, wait, that's, that's really me. Because guess what? That's what you see. I went through that very same thing just last week. I went through that very same thing just last week. I was, I had to do, um, either a photo or something. And I'm like, girl, the thing about it, and this is a, I don't know. I don't, men, men won't admit to it. I'll just put it that way. So it seemed like it's a, a woman thing because men won't admit to it. But we walk around with these images of ourselves, uh, especially using all these filters and all these kind of things until we really see ourselves on the screen or in a photo or from an angle that we never expose. And we're like, whoa, you know, um, maybe we ought to do that. Maybe we ought to examine ourselves. Hey, it's me again. It's me again. Maybe we ought to examine ourselves more than we do. Maybe we ought to take a look at ourselves. And then if we were to take a look, take more of a closer look at ourselves, perhaps. Thank you so much for liking the video, guys. Let me, in fact, let me get out here and make sure I've got it uh, in a couple places while I talk to you. Maybe if we examine ourselves, not just our behaviors, all those things we need to modify on that end, to that end. But maybe if we were to just kind of examine. Hey, Curtis, good morning. Uh, comments are coming up. I'll just open up the Facebook. I thought I had it open. Open up the Facebook. I'm going to go ahead and get a watch party going on over here on uh, the actual page guys if you are ever if you're ever looking for other episodes we do have a page on facebook called how to get out of bed and i'm just gonna put on that's me again 
it's me again. And let me tell you, the way my life is set up, when I get, when I step out of bed, I turn the corner, boom, there's a mirror. And every since, every since that mirror has been there, I'm like, oh, okay, it's me again. Are you willing to say to yourself, it's me again? It's me again with all of my flaws. Let me tell you, I am such a flawed person. And not until now am I really having to deal with those flaws. Like, I I went, ran my little quick errand this morning. And I came back and I'm like, it's Monday, so I've got to delve into all these different messages. Uh, I've got, you know, and I try not to have like a whole straight to-do list, but I've got, I've got a deadline. I put a couple of deadlines on things and I set a, I set a deadline this morning. I said, okay, Friday, I'm giving myself to a Friday to, to be, to, to really have formulated, formulated, um, what I need to get done for the spring, right? For spring, I, I've got to either decide it's like, here I am again. It's like that meme where the person is like digging it and digging it and digging it. And man, if you hit it one more time, you're there. I'm that person like, uh, probably I'll not to hit it one more time. It, I don't know that this is truly working. Hit it. Just hit it one more time. So I'm at that point and it's like, okay, you've been at this point before and you know, this, this, I don't know. It's it's me again. That's what I. That's all I gotta say. This is this is my behavior. How many people know their behaviors? Not a lot of people. Cause how many times are you telling somebody you always say that you always do that? Why? And then they they look at you like you're crazy because they don't they don't believe that to be true and of themselves. Well, stop wasting your breath. And that, it's not wasting your breath because. All word, words land. They land. They might echo around for a while, but they hit. They hit. It's just p- p- people have to be willing. Did they? Did they volley it back to you? I don't know. I'm trying to use the term. They hit it back at you. I don't know. But we wake up. What do they say? Everywhere you go, there you are. Every time you wake up, there is this obstacle or opportunity for you to get out of bed and do something with it. My days, I say, okay, if I get a good moment, I'm going to come and do a how to get out of bed and let you know. Man, I got up with such, I don't know, well, I was about to say I got up with such determination. Uh, I went to bed with such determination. Getting up, that determination rarely uh, wakes with me. But I went to sleep with a great greater determination uh, already in mind what I was going to put on so I don't have any, I don't, that's not going to be an obstacle, right? Because I want to get to the opportunities of the day as fast as I can. So you got to try to have some forethought. I'm not saying dwell on it. I'm not saying build up any anxieties or depression, but you got to have a little bit of forethought. So I'm thinking, well, you know, okay, the weather might be this. That would change what I decide to put on. Well, no, you could just layer with this. I, I, yeah. So when I put my head to the pillow, and I turned off the television and I took myself into this dark room in this dark space where I could put my phone down, make sure to, to turn the light up. Cause let me tell y'all, you want to, you want to, you want to not sleep. Let one of these devices be, uh, illum- illuminated. Okay. That light is such an anti-sleep. They're so, and I'm looking at three devices. That's a shame. Um, so anti-sleep. And so I reached over and I hit the little button to make the phone go to sleep so I could go to sleep. Hey there, Kenya. Um, and so when I did that, there I was in this dark room, y'all. And I, in my mind, I said, okay, I'm just going to lay here for a minute. Y'all, I was out in a minute. 
I was like, I'm just gonna lay here. What happens in the dark? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay here and listen to the sound. That's that that I couldn't even get the thought out. I'm gonna lay. I literally said, let me just lay here in the dark. What are the sounds? What are the thoughts, y'all? I remember hitting that comfy zone, and I don't. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. And I had my alarm set, but then my daughter woke me. We Petty Betty woke me before the alarm went off. It went I mean, I know she probably like, oh, I didn't know, you know, because I never really set an alarm because I, I'm at that point in life. I don't want to be alarmed by nothing. But anyway, I still have that task in the morning. And so I get that done and uh, I'm like, it's me again. OK, so now I don't want to wake up with an obstacle, which is why I set the alarm. It's like with the obstacle being that, you know, when somebody has to wake you up, that ain't a nice thing. It never is. Right. Because then you like somebody because you got it. First of all, you got to creep up on me, you know, um, and I, I, I'm just you bringing a person out of their sleep. It's just not a nice thing. So anyway, so the alarm goes off. And I'm like, oh, it's really time to get up. Can't be mad because it's really time to get up. Um, and then I'm like, well, you you've got you got everything laid out. Just go ahead and put your clothes on. Let's roll. Right. And uh, I did that. And then I. When I got out, with my such determination trying to go out and face the opportunities, I look at the schedule and I go like, oh, because Mondays are difficult, I schedule everything later in the day. Because my goal is always to be not to have urgencies on Mondays, right? So I, the cow check, check everything, see where I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to talk to, what I'm supposed to do, and so forth. Hey, Mary and Curly. Um... I realized I don't have anything pretty much scheduled till about five o'clock <laughs> because I know me, right? And and I know that I want my Mondays to just kind of relax because I have to do so much. I have post-production um, of the podcast we did yesterday. I got to get, I got to break that down to the key points, you know, and all those kind of, all that editing stuff. And I normally do that in a very variety of environments, some, you know, home, some out and about. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I have really moved, removed all the obstacles and there's nothing in front of me but opportunity. Well, now we got to think about, well, what are your personal behaviors when you do have opportunities? It comes back to how you get out of bed. Okay, so I'm out of bed and I'm dressed and I've got nothing. Um, let me go ahead and get into some of these messages, right? Because I've always seen that as one of the obstacles on Monday, but now I have choice. I have choice, I have a chance, and I have opportunity, and I can make that with this in this second, make those decisions. It's me again, introducing myself to me again, me again. Um, people who deal with anxieties, depressions, worry, um, angst, um, what's the other, confidence, self-esteem, esteem, all those different things oftentimes have to have a reintroduction of themselves. The wake up protocol, you got to have a wake up protocol, especially if you deal with, if you, if you deal with something and I always tell people, if you're not good, but live long enough, uh, if you deal with something, you have to have a protocol. And I never thought all my life I would have to have a protocol. But guess what? All our lives we have. All our lives we have. It, I mean, think about it when you were in school. Think about it when you were a parent. Think about it when you, you know, on the various jobs. And there's so much that keeps us so busy and so going that, you know, we really just never get time for me. 
I have learned that and through 20 years of interviewing people, most people don't know themselves. Everybody, when I'm, when I'm talking, when I'm interviewing a person and I'm telling them, I'm basically talking with them about what I know. Let me check my battery here. I'm basically 20 minutes in guys. I'm basically talking to them about what I, what I know about them, what I have witnessed about them externally. Um, usually when they were either on screen as something or writing something or musically and those things. And even myself, there, there are times when I'm out and about and people are having to introduce me or talk about something that I've done. And it's the, it's always the furthest thing from your mind. When I meet celebrities and they could have just come off, we, we could be at a screen or I could have screened it and now I get a chance to talk to them about it. But it's something when you, especially when you talk to somebody that was in a movie, they literally probably, unless they were in a Tyler Perry movie, they made that movie two years ago. Five years ago, you know, people in Tyler Perry movie, they made the movie last week, so they were very well aware of what they just did. Shots fired. But most folk, when they, when you talk, when you interview a celebrity about a movie, it's been a two year span since they actually made the movie and they pretty much are getting ready to see on screen what you're getting ready to see. They literally just saw it then because all they did was go out and film scenes. Uh, it looked like this and sounded like that. But by the time in the finished product, hell, they're, they're, it, they might have wore red, but now on screen it's purple. You know, they were filming and they had on all green, but now there's, there's all the CGI and all that kind of stuff. They might've had this expression. They made it, they know that they filmed it. And cause this was, cause our recall is one thing. They're sitting there looking at it like, okay, wait, what, <laughs> what's going on? Not knowing that the director may have taken this angle, maybe not their best, you know? And they remember, wait, there was a, there was a camera over there. Why this, this angle? and so forth and so they are as unfamiliar they're less familiar with it than you are because you've already you've already seen it or you've seen it with them but you don't have the duality you're not you're not fighting the reality th that they have they were like okay wait when we shot that it was all this stuff was going on you know all you see is from the, the camera from the lens whereas they were looking at all these camera people and all this stuff overhead and all that you you know and now there's this beautiful amazing creation somebody else's work on the screen somebody who had control over it right there are people um i'm never forgetting i'm never gonna forget this oh my god i wish i could forget this there was a guy i was watching a movie um i was watching a movie last night oh ali was on last night the will smith version will smith uh version of ali and this the guy this guy that played the guy that played don king he's played in a number of movies but he has a a, a real chip on his shoulder about his role in i think it was the same guy waiting to exhale so he's not the most pleasant person um uh, to meet off screen right and, uh, and just, just not, you know, and he, he gives all these dictates on how to engage with him, you know, come talk to me about any character. Don't bring, don't mention this and don't talk about the leather wearing, you know, and all this kind of stuff, you know, and, but yet, but that's how the majority of people, particularly black women, because that was a n number one black 
woman, black film about black women. So that's how a number of people know him. And though, but you know, some of them often have a role. Like look at JJ. He went, you know, majority of his life not wanting to ever say dynamite again, and now he wants to be out there telling all this stuff that went on behind the scenes of of good times. You know, it's something that we all hold very dearly uh, in our hearts. But if you ever listen to the narratives that he puts out there about working with the show, uh, it, it'll pretty much break your heart. It's kind of good to listen and know because that, that's business. That was the real, that was their reality. Right. Um, but for us, you know, it was, it was a, a adaptation of the reality of many people. So people relate to that. I remember when I interviewed Jasmine guy and she said, you know, hell, there was half half the time, you know, there was a time when she didn't want to be recognized as Whitley, even though, you know, uh, um, a different world runs in, in uh, syndication and generation after generation is learning about this character and re recognizing her and yet they're there. So she's just now getting caught. Like, wait a minute, there's a legacy to this thing, you know, um, because her voice, one people, people are often shocked how different her voice. She has a very, uh, deep voice. And as you know, uh, Hey, Cornelius and Charles coming in, she has a very deep voice, but Whitley had a very high pitch voice. And, but yet that the legacy of that show is said to have sparked um, the resurgence, the renaissance of HBCU on until now is still going on because, um, mediums, the way they were, that was, the, that was really the way in which a lot of people got a glimpse of what college life was because most people were going off during generations prior were going off. They were the first to go or, or they didn't live in a college town. You know, I live in Atlanta, pretty much it's a college university town, Georgia. The number one product in Georgia is an education. That's what we sell in Georgia. We've got so many schools in this state. Um, the HBCUs, the PWIs, the technology, the agriculture, all, all sorts are here as well as Alabama and, and other states, whatever, but I'm going to talk about them. We're talking about Georgia. Um, that's the one thing. And a lot of, uh, Hey Mimi, a lot of the, uh, land in, in Georgia is, um, there's a college, there's a college or university or some type of institution on there. So it meant a lot to our state and, and to have her even relocate back to Atlanta because she was, she lived here, grew up here. Um, but to have her relocate back. But when you interview her and most people in one, one of the things I love, Oh, sorry. I forgot to had the mic there. One of the things, you know what? Let me see. Okay. One of the things that I love about our interview with her is she acknowledges the fact that we were willing to go deeper than the Whitney, Whitney, Whitley character. Uh, and a number of the, the celebrities we do that with, it's like we want to know a little bit more simply because we're, we're, I'm familiar with you being a black woman. I'm familiar with you being, you know, the roles that you've played, but I'm also familiar with all, all of your work. You know, you are not all of it, but you in another sector where like for theater, like I know her for men coming home and making such an amazing impact on the stage on the smaller stages here, smaller and larger stages here, uh, as a director, I know her as an amazing, uh, director. 
and 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 her and uh um Kim Fields, you know, behind the lenses, uh, in front of the, not just in front of the lenses, but behind the lens, the women who, who work and really help Atlanta become the town, the film industry that it is. And they're, you know, recognizing it. And one of the things, it's me again and how to get out of bed. One of the things I wish that we would place more value on, and I realize this is the reason why I do all of this, is simply because I would love for us to place more value on the whole of us right all of what we do and really the work and that's just something we why was that a horn that's something we just don't do and it, to our detriment to our detriment the what it takes for us to value and i mean when i say us i mean people who look like me people who identify as 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 i do i'll say that i would say black people but people who identify as i do what it takes for us to value is scary. It is absolutely scary. Um, when you think about how we tried to close the tech divide, you know, it took 30 years to get um, the African-American community to value technology. It, it, even though we were at the onset of it, we were some of the greatest innovators of it, it took 30 years for us to wholeheartedly uh, embrace it. You know, uh, stop asking people. Oh, I know where I was going. Now I remember, now that I got to this part, now I remember I was going to call this, how dare you? Because we, we approach each other, those who identify as I do, um, we're, we're in a new place where I can't say black people because it ain't a black thing, but just those who identify, um, um, we we that how dare you mentality it's monday morning and i know and it's monday it's uh right at the nine o'clock hour most of you are just 15 minutes into your work day and i guarantee you either you have already given a number of people the how dare you or a number of people have given you the how dare you because that's what we do that's a human behavior to keep giving people this how dare you how dare you dream how dare you search for an opportunity how dare you take advantage of an opportunity right even though everybody can see that man that's a great opportunity over there but let a person step towards that opportunity and people start looking at them like how dare you how dare you say um you can start a business or build this or try to go for an extra um, a position in your career how dare you ask for a raise how dare you even though you know the cost of living has gone tremendously high and ain't nobody no nobody it's like everybody's still making the same money they've been making 10 years ago some but how dare you go and say hey listen no i need an increase how dare you i got the how dare you so much in life like when i went like listen i need a two hour and I, I understand in my negotiation i would always negotiate a two-hour lunch and some people are like well wait a minute is the lunch is like 30 minutes not for me lunch is an hour not for me I need I need a and let me tell you what productivity looks like I will go in there and say let me tell you what productivity looks like with a split day I need a I need a split shift there's nothing that I do that I don't have a split shift I've already done my morning I need my split this is my split shift I like to go do a podcast people are like well what do you do you won't you wouldn't even be able to handle the schedule that I, I'll tell you. I worked yesterday. I don't already work this morning. I need time to, for my creativity. My creativity has got to flow. I can't suppress it 
for nothing. And I'm certainly not going to suppress it now. I need to be able to podcast because guess what? I'm on a two-hour lunch hour right now, even though I'm part, part boss, right? I got to have two hours. I need to write. I need to podcast. That's, that's pre, pre and post-production for that. Uh, I got to go check out a press conference. I got to go... Uh, I'm, I'm mm, red carpet. Um, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that it, this is Atlanta, Hollywood. I guarantee there's a film screening uh, tonight. But I got some. I'm, I'm, I'm other. I'm doing something otherwise. I'll catch it at the theater. You know, um, all those things. But how dare I ask for? It? Have you met me? It's me again. <laughs> I'm that person. It's me again. I'm on your timeline. I'm on my timeline. I'm on, I'm live on a couple of other devices and, and so forth. It's me again. Thank you so much, uh, Big Dreamer, for coming in and inviting followers uh, on Periscope. It's me again. That's what you you need to say that to yourself. You need to say that to your, others. I, I was on a talk this morning, and I, I gave this example. One time I was invited to the table. Um, community activism used to be my thing. And um, there was a guy, he was starting this organization, and he said, man, I need you on, I need you at the table. And I don't know what the structure was. And so we got in the room. When we got in the room, um, it was the tables were set up in the square. It was the meeting was in the square, which means the tables were all around the room. The inner, the, the middle of the tables, the table was in a block square right so open area in the middle and everybody sat around the outside of the table and went all the way around so therefore we're sitting side by side and you can see the person in front of you so where I sat there was a, a gentleman and I'm being very liberal in saying that he decided he would go to the opposite end so that he could stay, give me the stare down right um, apparently you know these people had heard of me apparently my my reputation um for organizing preceded me in in coming into this room and this man not having met me was already tired of hearing my name and what i was about and what i was accomplishing and doing and all that kind of stuff and apparently as men do uh he'd been observing me for quite a while longer than i i knew of him so i get in the room and the person who is uh, invited me is on the square side to my left. This gentleman is directly in front of me. And again, there are people all around this room, men and women. And so, um, everybody kept referring to me, uh, based on something they had heard me say, cause I'm consistent in wherever I go and whatever I say. And they, and they, one person gives me an introduction. We're so glad to have her here. Uh, I think we can get on a schedule, have her time. She's going to tell us, you know, how to do this and how to do that. You know, man, if we can get, you know, and, and I was ready to commit to them. And so everybody's going around talking and everybody's kind of alluding to something. I said, it's me again. Now, I don't know this about myself. Keep that in mind. I'm not, I don't know this about me. I'm thinking I got to go in here and prove myself as I oftentimes have to do, right? I don't know this. Uh, I don't know what they know. I, I hadn't heard. I don't know. So this man, he gives, he's staring me down. I'm like, okay, you know, and he's not in the, the stare. It's not, it's not devious yet. I'll put it that way. And then, um, I'm, I'm looking to my left and I'm trying to pay attention as everybody around the room is speaking and speaking, you know, and, and waiting. Cause they want me to 
talk about this. They want me to share that. They want me to do this. So I'm, you know, I'm paying attention when people are talking. And I noticed, okay, I guess I, the stare down wasn't enough to intimidate me. So then he proceeds to start mouthing words. <laughs> he start, he's like, he's mouthing stuff. And, you know, I see it. I got a corner of my eye. And I, so I, I de- get, make eye contact. And he <laughs> proceeds to say to me, mouth to me, you think you're cute. Highly inappropriate. And I'm like, I go, and I, I, I do the punctuated look like, what the hell, you know? And he continues to, you know, and I go back to the person that's talking. And I'm like, out of the, I'm like, okay, he's literally like, he's on his agenda, whatever, right? Let me see what's going on here. Error loading. We got an error loading on uh, Facebook. So I don't know what's going on with that unless it's going to come through on mine. And I will check it. So at that point, I then stop the room. I was like, I'm sorry. Somebody, when, when it came to me, I, when I got right to talk, I said, I'm sorry. I think this gentleman has something to say because he, he's, he's trying to say something. Are you, are you, do you want to speak to the room or are you just trying to insult or intimidate me? And then everybody was like, you know, cause, cause here's the thing. I know I'm not the only one to see this. Now I know, I know the manner in which we try, everybody tries to ignore this stuff, right? Cause I know he's directly across from me. So he's directly across everybody on my side of the table. And I don't want people in this room to think one, I know this person that this is that I consent to what he's doing because this is what happens, right? Because if I don't call it out, somebody was going is going is going to think that I consent to this and I am in enticing this and so forth. So I'm like, let me just call this out. It's like, do you need to say something? He goes, Oh no, I don't have anything to say. Cause you, you saying a lot. And I don't know if he means to uh, disrupt, interrupt, or he just wants to intimidate me. Okay. Now he's like, Oh hell. He's like laughing. Like, oh no, no, no. Cause you've been over that saying a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need to, is anybody else seen it? Well, lo and behold, yeah, somebody saw it. There was another female in the room. Oh, she's like, yeah, I saw it. I, I was wondering what she goes. Oh yeah. I was wondering what was kind of going on. Right. But she was over there becoming jealous. And I'm like, boo boo. I ain't even look. I don't want that. You know? So you got to learn how to call. Look, it's me again. <laughs> it, this is me. Right. I'm like, and then they go and they go, bruh, what's, what's up? You know, he's like, oh no, 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 I'm good. You know, it's like, call it out. Y'all as, as Yala would say, call a thing, a thing, call a thing, a thing. Now he said, and then later on, yeah, he did try to like come up like, oh, I didn't mean nothing by it. Oh, well you shouldn't do that. Be, you just really shouldn't do that. And, and I need you not to be in my presence. And I walked and I walked off. But that's how you got to call, you got to, it, it, the part that is so disgusting is after when the um, guy moderating the thing said to him, did you, did you need to say something? Because he was obviously in his peripheral because everybody's looking this way, but yet somebody in his, who obviously could see, she goes, oh yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering what that was about, what was going on. But I, I need you to know, listen. I'm not, I'm not consenting to that. I don't know what that is. Get your friend, get your friend. I'm that person. 
I'm that person to tell you all the time, get your friend, because here's the expectation around here. In my presence, here's what, here's what I expect. And you, when you stand up for yourself, you get a lot of pushback because there's a whole lot of people out there just going along to get along. There's a lot of people out there just going along to get along. There are a lot of people in situations where they can't call out. They can't call a thing a thing. There are a lot of people that their livelihood is tied to that. Well, this is a situation. Listen, I am coming to this table um, at, at, on, at, my, at the invitation, right? And whatever participation I have. Here's what he, as long, and I did have a conversation with them after, with a person like that at the table, it's no wonder you've got people coming and going. It's no wonder you've got people leaving because that's what we do. We keep that bad apple in the bunch. It turns everything else bad simply because somebody doesn't want to have, does not want to have the authority. Somebody doesn't want to exact the authority and I'll do it for you. Okay. If that's what you're bringing me in for, I'll take care of that for you. Right. That was that life. All right. But the question is, and, and, and I'm, and I remember when I, Remember that earlier on the call, we were talking about situations and scenarios that people have been in and how to put your foot down. And when I told that story, I'm like, wow, that was, that was me. It's me again, uh, trying to get back to that place. That's going to be, that's going to be interesting for me to do. And that's all about how to get out of bed. And just a few minutes left here to tell you a couple other things. Uh, but thank you guys for engaging me. I hope that, I hope this wasn't a, how dare you? I hope you didn't, I hope you didn't, um, swipe through if you did swipe past, but I hope you didn't stop and listen for a little bit. And your first thought was how dare she? How dare she try to tell people how to get out of bed? How dare she think? Because that's what we do. I'm telling you, already at about 30 minutes into your morning, if you started at 9 a.m. on the East Coast or, or a good 40 minutes into this, I hope that nobody has said it to you, and I hope that you have not said it to anybody else. Um, I hope that you are well familiar with yourself. That's what How to Get Out of Bed does. If you need other episodes, we've been doing this a while. Um, there's one segment out there. If you go and just look up How to Get Out of Bed, you'll find we did a podcast for 90 days straight. 90 days straight uh, conversations and taking on various topics. Now it's periodically just coming in and just talking about daily living daily living because there are obstacles and opportunities there are opportunities with obstacles there's opportunities and there are obstacles those are the things but nothing to stop you nothing to stop and i'm not going to say it's nothing to stop because life is hard life is hard and and we wake up each day and there's so much that we have to suppress you know sometimes and we, we we look at so many other people and how people are doing things and we wonder you know man how come i can't do that or why can't i have that or why didn't i do what made me make the decisions that i made ask yourself those questions but allow yourself to find the answer and in the question you ask yourself today allow yourself to go seek the answer in fact don't be afraid of the answer because it might just be a truth about you it might just be a truth about you. It could be a flaw. We're born with flaws. 
Are we adopt? I don't think we're born with. Well, yeah, we're born with them because based on numerology, you know, you some people are just flawed people. But some people, there are some people out there that are deeply flawed, but at the same time, they make sure it doesn't impact anybody else. They make sure it doesn't hurt anybody else. They make sure that even though they are flawed, that they don't walk through this life with malice. There are people out there we think have no flaws, but they are fully, uh, they're fully full, they're full of malice. They're out there undermining and undercutting, you know, undercutting, ripping folks off and all those kind of things and they could put they could put the best face of makeup on it they could put the best smile on it and they're just taking 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 all day there are people out there that can't be honest in two cents can't say the same sentence twice <laughs> i promise you I promise you, there are people that come around us and it just eats away at our spirit because you can't understand, like, wait a minute, what they said today ain't nothing like what they said yesterday. Nothing like it. And they don't even realize it. But they expect to be able to come and just say stuff to you. It's like you listen to this part, I haven't said nothing on this podcast that I won't come, I can't come back and say exactly the same thing tomorrow. Because I don't have to remember it because it is my memory. It is things that have happened. It is truth. Truth never, ever changes. It never, ever changes. Now, yes, you something can happen. You have two different experiences based on previous experiences and how you see it. But And you might use a different language. But you're still going to say the same thing. You, it, might, it might evoke different emotions in you than the other person. But that doesn't mean the same thing didn't happen to everybody. There are some people, they're like, oh, I, that happens to me all the time. I'm just, I just keep it moving. Somebody else is like, man, that has never happened to me. I, I cannot take another step. I can't go forward. Who does this? Why do you, what do you mean you just keep going? No, let's just stop and fix it. That there are those, there are those kinds of people. And hopefully they let us know. Hopefully you have the discernment that you can tell the difference. And that's how. You get out of bed, waking up each and every day and saying, hey, it's me again. All right. Hey, I'm going to get ready to get out of here and let y'all go. I do thank you for listening. Let me express myself. If you've heard something familiar, say it. Say, let me know. That was, that was, I agree with that. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that or this, that, any other. However you feel, you know, I just don't say, how dare you? Just don't give me the, how dare you? Because I'm going to say, it's me again. All right, you know I need you to do me one last favor. Especially if you want more of how to get out of bed. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.